scared of you motherfuckers. I'm gonna tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. And I'm blessed. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of Blunt Truths Pod. It's your girls, Grey Goose, and Reese Peace. The pre-roll for today is, radical gentleness is more effective than tough love. Yes, facts. All right, y'all. Hey, again. So today's episode is going to be on uh, tough love. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, first, we're going to start off with this viral clip that's been on Twitter. Um, Reese is going to play that clip for y'all. So y'all can hear. And let me just, like paint it for y'all since you can only hear y'all can't see it so there are two women in this clip with plates of uh cookout food right Mm -hmm. so one woman has on her plate like a hot dog hamburger corn you know the typical and then another woman the woman who you will hear talking in this clip she has like some shrimp and i don't know baked beans or something on her plate so i'm gonna let y'all hear this clip hold on let me start it over (laughs) y'all i'm sorry i'm old So yes, y'all. So (laughs) the woman that was um, talking for most of the video is known as Coach Stormy. And from my understanding, she is supposed to be like this coach to black women on entrepreneurship and motivating them and whatnot. That's crazy. The irony. Bruh. And I've seen other clips of her too, like delivering these messages in this same kind of style of saying like, oh, you know, that's, that's low vibrational. Oh, queens don't do that or whatever, whatever. And it's like, it's such a like shaming approach. Yeah. And it's also like, girl, it is not that deep because ain't nobody looking at no cookout place talking about this is royalty or not. Yeah, talking about some queens don't eat like that. And like that's ro- like that. I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? Right. How is it even low vibrational? And then the woman agreeing with her and be like, Coach yes. Stormy is teaching me that you don't just accept what anybody offers to you. Yo, that's how cults start. Dog, no, really. No, really. Yeah, it's giving like Jim Jones, child. Yo, low key. Mm-hmm. You see, they ain't have no Kool Aid at that cookout. Hmm. <laughs> Next one, that's what we might see in the video. Yeah, but like that's crazy for her to like be accepting yeah. the the quote air quotes advice that Coach Stormy mm-hmm. is giving. It makes no sense. But I also feel like like you're on something with the cult thing. Like, I know it's like kind of a joke, but like yeah, I yeah. really do feel like so there are people who are manipulative yep. and they purposely seek out. 
women and men and people in general that are um not necessarily like gullible but maybe don't have the highest self-esteem or or sense of self and they use that to their benefit right because allegedly they're at one of coach stormy's retreats Mm -hmm. in this video so Mm -hmm. that also is funny to me because i'm like you critiquing the woman seemingly what for her food but this is a retreat that you're throwing. Yeah. So who hired the caterers yep. or whoever who even made the food? Yeah, exactly. I think I like may- maybe she was testing them, which is still weird. weird though, yeah. Why are you even doing this? Yeah. Right. Like you said you hired the people. You told them to make this food for the people that are paying. What did right. you right? Like ten ten thousand dollars allegedly is how much they pay for this that's retreat. That's wild to me. I would first off, I would have never fucking paid. Bro, that's like vacations for like two years right there. <laughs> right are you kidding me it's really why and it's like yeah why did you have these people cooking a low vibrational foods right? if you didn't want these women to be eating that then that's fucking wild it's, yeah so that was it was interesting seeing the discourse on um twitter about it because i will say overwhelmingly people were like this is like ridiculous yeah. like and then now you know like twitter we joke about everything yeah. so now people are posting but it's like having my low low vibrational meal <laughs> or like a, <laughs> uh, like box from uh, Chick-fil-A or something, right? Or some Popeyes um, yeah. or whatever it may be. I would, um, I would post something like that too. Yes, that shit is hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. But then also, so um, what inspired this topic besides that video of Coach Stormy is that I saw a tweet from a user whose handle is return to Mars underscore. And she tweeted and said, there's another brand of bullying I see where black women are often the target. The couldn't be me tribe where women get on here and tear other women apart for their dating choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, you can you agree with that? That that's like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I see people on the on the comments all the time. Tell people how down. stupid they are. Yeah, and, like it couldn't be me. And what's ironic about it to me is that so this tweet was shared in a screenshot on uh, Instagram page Black Girl Things, right? Yeah, Where yeah. like you know it's a audience of black women who live in the DMV area mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. So That's they shared this tweet and the caption says something like, you know, agree or disagree or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yo, the amount of women who were in those comments being mean and talking about, man, bitch, shut your ass up. Oh That's stupid. God. That's not bullying. Some of y'all need tough love. Some of y'all are dumb. Like if you're not, if you're making stupid decisions and I'm going to tell you that really couldn't be me. But and you don't have to come on bruh, there to even say it. Bruh. And it was funny because the woman who, who wrote the tweet, she was on Instagram like, y'all are literally proving yeah. my point. Like, why are you upset at me saying something? that like, Even if you don't agree that that's a form of bullying, yep. fine. Yep. But why is your reaction to try to insult me yeah. now, right? When I didn't insult you. Yeah. And so, like, I had commented and I said... um, you know, like the real tea is though, the girls who be on these posts and on social media talking about it couldn't be me at one point or another, it, it has them. been all of us. Yeah, hell because yeah. there's a certain point in time yeah. where each of us has done something or some things yeah. that other people are like, that's stupid, yeah. right? Yeah. So to like take this like holier than thou like approach of I've never done nothing stupid. Yeah. And one woman really had like responsibility like, no, I really never did nothing dumb. And I'm like, baby. Girl, no. <laughs> and that's, I'm like, that's life. That's what life Hello, is. Hello, that's how we learn, yes. right? And one woman said, um, some of us learn from watching other people do stuff. Girls. Girl, no. Yes, you can yeah, learn in yes. some instances, but you never made a dumb decision exactly. in your entire or a questionable decision yep. at any point in your exactly. life. It's exactly. given delusion. <laughs> it's given barbs. <laughs> right. Like, yes, come on. Sure. 
it was just it was just ridiculous and then even another example of it so there's a um a podcaster and sexologist and intimacy expert that I refer to pretty regularly, Sham Boudram. Mm-hmm. So she has a really great podcast called Lovers and Friends, where she just talks about like different topics related to like intimacy and whatnot. So mm-hmm. in one of her most recent episodes, she had a guy on there, Sincere, right? Mm-hmm. And he is uh, Jason Derulo's DJ. He also owns restaurants and some businesses out in LA and whatever. So he was sharing his like basically his childhood trauma and how it manifests itself in his relationships with women, specifically black women now. Right. And he was saying that he can't even sleep if there's a woman in bed with him, that he's like, he doesn't feel safe around women. Right. And he explains again, like the trauma that he endured that got him to this point. He also though, didn't seem like he's actively in therapy. So he maybe didn't, verbalize or vocalize like his thoughts in the most cohesive way but okay. shan did an amazing job of like synthesizing yeah yes. she's an amazing interviewer but she, she like synthesized this info so yep. as she often does she posted like the visual clip in a reel on her page okay. listen here uh-huh. it's so wild how in those comments there were so many women being rude, saying, oh, this is low vibrational dick. He needs oh, wow. help. This nigga is trash. Like, it's scary that women don't even know they're dealing with a man like this. And mind you, he didn't say anything about making women feel unsafe or about abusing them or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. He did talk about how he struggles with monogamy. like, And like, not that he gets into a relationship and cheats, mm-hmm. but just that he's like, he doesn't think one woman's going to make him happy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they were insulting him, and it's like, it's this tendency that I feel like I see, not just online, but in general, but mm-hmm. I do see it more frequently online, where someone will be speaking on their experience, right? And someone in the audience, who the person is not necessarily speaking about, yeah. right, because they don't even know them, yeah. will feel offended by something that person said. And so now they're like, I got to hurt them back, right? And it's so ironic because it's like this whole trauma cycle, right? Because I will say in the um, podcast episode, one of the things that he touched on is he had been raised to believe that he needed to marry a black woman, that, you know, whatever. And he did hold some problematic views when it came to black women. But as a black woman myself, I said, this man don't know me, right? So I'm not going to come into these comments and be like, man, fuck him. He's low vibrational. I'm going to try to hurt his feelings because maybe he said something that could have hurt my feelings, right? Yeah. But it was just like... But also, it's his experience. Right. Yeah. And it was so... I'm just... Like, those comments were like... Damn, I need to go and go check Yeah, they out. were yeah. me. And I'm like, again, I'll be in the comments being loving, right? So I come into <laughs> saying, you know, I feel so much empathy for him after yeah. listening to this episode. Like, I hate that this has been his experience and that it has shaped him in this way. Yeah. But I just want, you know, him and others to know that we all deserve to live life on the other side of healing. And he actually commented and said, thank you. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure that like seeing all those negative comments is like it's hurtful, yeah, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, I'm sure people are just going off of that small that clip, clip mm-hmm. instead of actually listening going to the whole thing. Exactly. Yep. That's the other thing too. It's like people look for something to try to yep. debate yep. or to call you dumb on yep. or whatever yep. it is, versus being like, let me get the full context. And yep. it's funny because I'm I constantly am like. I'm not going off of just a clip. Exactly. I can't. I can't. I need mm-hmm. I need the like context. I need mm-hmm. all of it so that I can truly understand. It that yep. reminds me of the Issa thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember? Yep. But the passage from her it, book when people yeah, took her. Issa hates it. black men. Exactly. And I'm like, and it's like Did y'all no. even read the book? Yeah, did y'all read? Did y'all really read it? Or nope. y'all just went off of like one article, like the headline That's of the article? That's what they do. And they literally now. go off a, a single clip. Exactly. And now not to be hypocritical. 
Because yeah. I did see that Stormy clip and say that, but I saw other clips of her yes. speaking in the same exactly. day. Exactly. So, and she doubled down when that tweet went exactly. viral. So she just did. in she case responded. y'all are like, but that was just a clip. Yeah. Yes, but like yeah. she shows that she like stands by what yep. she said in that clip. Yep. And it's like, nah, sis, exactly. that was just r- ridiculous. Exactly. So it made me think of this topic of like, tough love right because mm-hmm. people talk about it often being necessary mm-hmm. and you know whatever so i want to ask like what do you think like tough love is tough love is um or what i see it as mm-hmm. is like let's say somebody is like bullshitting and not like getting their shit together and somebody is coming to them to be like hey you need to like step it up and you gotta mm-hmm. do something right mm-hmm. like that to me is like tough love or like when this is what they say with like kids, like with kids, right? Like, yeah. you know, like, I guess it's the same example. They not, they fucking up. And then you kind of have to like tell them, Hey, you got to get your shit together type mm-hmm. thing. Right. That to me is tough love yeah. because it's like one is your, like, let's say it's your child, right? Like, of course you love them, mm-hmm. but you need to be tough on them so that they could get right. Yeah. And then, so for me, so I feel like I have kind of like, Two definitions, right? Okay. So there's the one, like, I agree with you yeah. on that's what it should be, okay, right? Yes. And then there's the one that I see people, I see the behavior online that people try to say is, is tough, tough love, yeah, right? Yes, that's true. And so I agree with you wholeheartedly that it's yeah. about being direct. It's about letting people, um, telling people the things that you feel they need to hear. Yes. And it's still done, though, because it's still love, right? Yes. It's still done from a place of, of love. love. Yes. And I think that's absolutely healthy, yes. right? And then I think I see a lot of people, even in those comments of that that post on Black Girl Things, right, where they feel that regardless of if you want the advice, regardless of if you're in the space to receive it, regardless of anything to do with you, right, it's a very selfish place for them and where they feel they have to tell you exactly how they're feeling right now about whatever decision you made. That's true. Right? And, And they even don't take the time to consider their delivery that's true I, right? I see that yeah and people will just, just say that's that's just the way i am that's tough love you that's need to hear it yeah, right and true. they'll they'll completely brush it off as you know whatever and yeah. a lot of the times it's unsolicited yes blunt rude, rude. advice yep yep that they disguise as tough love yeah no i i definitely mm-hmm. agree with you um on that like and i see that a lot mm-hmm. of times it's Especially on social media. Yeah, people get real bold behind yeah, a computer know. screen. <laughs> right. Do you feel that there's times where it is necessary? So I think that if someone... I have a rule. I don't give unsolicited advice. Yeah. If you have not specifically said to me, how do you feel about this? Or what do you think I should do? Yeah. Or do you think that this was the best decision? I'm not going to tell you nothing. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you do come to me and you ask for my honest advice on something, I still care about my delivery. Yep, right. Yep. But I do think that sometimes it is necessary. Right. Like if you see someone that is constantly making the same decisions. Yep, right. And ending yep. up in the same position that they don't want to be in. Or if you see this pattern of behavior that maybe this person has missed yep. and they come to you and they say, hey, you know, for instance, I'm having a hard time dating. Like, what do you think? What do you think it is? then absolutely, I think you should be direct. I think yeah. you should be honest with them. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should ever try to hurt their feelings. Exactly, because you can be honest and without being hurtful. without being hurtful Correct. or disrespectful or just mm-hmm. any of that, right? So, yeah. So, yeah, so at the times where I think it's necessary is if you see someone displaying a consistent pattern of behavior yeah. and they, they ask you for your advice yeah. and they seemingly have no idea, like, what the issue is, yeah, right? No, What's yeah. problematic? And I, what I about agree. you? I know mm-hmm. exactly. That's exactly how I feel. I feel yeah. like there are times, but you just, it, 
it's dependent on like your approach, right? Mm-hmm. You're in the delivery. Like you need to be intentional about how you approach and deliver that message yeah. and making sure that it's with love, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with that. Okay. And so do you appreciate being on the receiving end of tough love? If it's done correctly, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like if you come in at me with love and even like, for example, right? Like when I was in this situation back in the beginning of the pandemic and mm-hmm. I would come to you to get advice and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Every single time it was always a very gentle way, mm-hmm. right? Like it wasn't, like you said, it's never unsolicited. And every time Reese is always going to ask, do you want my advice? Yeah, it's not I'll like, be trying yeah. to just give it shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like doing it that way, I definitely appreciate it. Um, but if it was off of some like, like, girl, you need to leave that nigga or like, you know, because that to it's me so is unhelpful. like one, I think you should let people experience certain things mm-hmm. on their own without like giving, like you said, unsolicited advice. Yep. But like if it's detrimental to like their livelihood and stuff like that, then uh, again, it's still you got you still got to be um, loving with it and mm-hmm. gentle. But, you know, then maybe you could give that advice. But For yeah. Sure. I appreciate it. So what about you? Yeah. So for me, I think it depends on who it's coming from. Right. And the reason why it depends on who it's coming from Mm -hmm. is because I know there are certain people that are still, maybe they're not working on it, but their delivery is not desirable to me. Right. And you have a couple of times to show me that your delivery is not good before I'm going to be like, baby, (laughs) I don't want no advice from you because if your advice to, cause let me just take a step back. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times, People will justify tough love when they greatly disagree with the decision that someone has made, right? And one of the classic examples of it is like if your friend is dating someone, right, that you don't necessarily like for them. Mm -hmm. And that's when people feel like they have free range to be like, oh, bitch, you dumb. Oh, that couldn't be me, girl. Like, oh, you a better woman than me. Yeah. So if you somebody who gives the tough love like that, keep it. Keep it because it doesn't feel good nope. to hear that. And I tell people all the time, right? Cause like sometimes people will come in groups and stuff and say things like, Oh, my homegirl did all this dumb shit and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. How should I tell her about herself? And I'm like, all right, let's take a step back. Cause does your homegirl see it as a problem? Cause exactly. if she don't. Like, why are you so worried and stressed right. about it? And also like my thing is too. If your homegirl, your friend, whatever, is already in a place, right, where maybe their partner or whatnot is not making them feel the best about themselves, mm-hmm. why would you want to contribute mm-hmm. to them not having good feelings about themselves, mm-hmm. right? Why would you want to kick them when they're down? Yeah, hello. So that was my long way. Let me get back to answering the question on <laughs> do I appreciate being on the receiving end of tough love? Depending on the person, absolutely. Yeah. And I know that I don't know everything and I'm open to advice, but I will make sure that when I'm open to the advice, I will preface it by saying, hey, I'm curious about if you could give me advice on this or, hey, I want your opinion on this or whatever it may be. And then by all means, baby, be honest with me, be direct with me. You don't got to be fluffy with it or whatever. Come from a place of love for sure. But yeah, like tell me the truth. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. But it's just so crazy how, like, ingrained in us that, like, Mm -hmm. it it just makes it, like, tough love is normal, right? I think it's a trauma response a lot of the time. I I think it's that, because even, like, I kind of think of of tough love, too, as, like, a learned behavior, right? Mm -hmm. And I also think that the people who are very harsh in the delivery, 
it says a lot about them and not really so much about the person they're delivering yeah, it to, right? I think that if you are somebody who is very harsh in how you communicate things, if you are, if you take pride, mm-hmm. right, and be like, I'm telling it like it is, right? Yep. I think people like that, most more often than not, are hard on themselves. Yeah. And now I come from a place of like, I used to get very offended by it, and I still don't like unsolicited advice and whatnot, mm-hmm. but now I come more from a place of empathy when I see people who like, you know, give the tough love like that, right? Yeah, and I yeah. think, wow, if this is their external voice, right, when speaking to someone else's whose decision they disagree with, I can only imagine how harsh and how mean they're speaking to themselves internally, yeah. right? Like, because there's a level of having to give grace to people, accepting that they're human, that we're imperfect or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. If you can't acknowledge that in others, yeah. I highly doubt that you're acknowledging in yourself and you are probably beating yourself up, right? When you're making decisions and they end up not going how you wanted them to. So I've kind of shifted my perspective on the people who are like super critical and mean and cutting in their delivery from a place of being like, who the fuck are you talking to? I'm still wonder who you're talking (laughs) to, but I'm going to say, damn, like, who taught you that, that it was okay part. to talk to people this that's way? That's the part that I, I'm thinking about. It's mm-hmm. like, where did you learn this yep. from? And did that happen to you? Yep. And then you're doing it and projecting mm-hmm. onto the others. Mm-hmm. So and more, oftentimes that's, that's what it is, yeah, right? So sure. I, I just think for me what helps is like, like shift into a place of empathy and being like, you know, this advice is slaw. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm feeling for you like, damn, like, why did you why did you deliver it in this yeah, way? Like yeah. who talked to you like that? That's that's really where um I've gotten to with it. Yeah. But yes. So we're gonna move along to our she did that segment. If you're a first time listener to the show, first of all, thank you for listening and welcome. But this is just a segment where we highlight a woman who's out here doing it. Yes. Pretty self explanatory. So this week we wanna highlight Gloria Woods, known professionally as Glorilla. Yes. <laughs> so she's an American rapper from Memphis, Tennessee. She is best known for her song F N F, aka mm, mm, Fuck mm. Nigga Free. Ooh. Okay, it's a bop. Look, yeah. <laughs> from the first time that I heard this song, I said, Oh, hold on. Right? Now. Put it on my gym playlist and everything. Like, <laughs> sis had me ready to get out the uh the red light and twerk on some headlights. But um, <laughs> since then she has collaborated with artists such as Cardi B, yep. Lotto, and JT of City Girls. And she recently performed at the BET Hip Hop Awards. And she was looking fine doing it she's too, so okay? Cute. Yes. She's 23. Oh, wow. Crazy. I thought she was older. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's what's, well, I will also say, I really like her because um, not only like do she got bars, yeah. but I had seen an interview of her. She was on some like radio show, and the host had asked her, like, for how she felt about Krishan Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Who's, I guess, Blueface's girlfriend. Child, I don't be knowing who these people are until, like, I see people retweet and reshare stuff. Mm-hmm. But the host had asked her, like, oh, what are your thoughts on Krishan Rock? And what I loved is that Glow didn't say nothing bad about yeah. her. She just said, mm, she's her behavior seems perfectly, perfectly reasonable to me. And you could tell, like, from her face that she didn't really, like, feel that way. Yeah. But that she was like, nope, she's not getting caught up in that trap that they try to do in the industry the of, yep, pitting women against yeah. each other. So she literally was like, that that behavior seems reasonable to me. You wouldn't do the same thing? <laughs> like, and I'm like, see, I love that. Yeah. Because I think that 
what I, I think we can see from like the Nicki and Cardi yeah. beef and the Foxy and the, you know, yep. like all the female rappers, we see them get pitted against each other. Yep. And then it just feeds into this whole stereotype that women are catty or yep. can't get along. So to see this young rapper in the game up and coming and choosing not to partake in that, I'm like, I fuck with her heavy off of that alone. Right? Yeah. Off of that alone. Like, I, I really liked it. So, shout out to Glorilla. Glorilla. I can't wait to hear, like, what else she comes out with when her first project drops. I'm going to listen to that thing front Seriously. to back. I'm like, I'm cause... loving the glow up. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's, yes. I, I just love to see, like, the, you know the journey yeah and that she she's putting on her friends who yes. she like you know grew up with or whatever and yes. she's not again like not subscribing to any anti-black stuff of having yep. to present a certain way or whatever yep. she seems very authentic and yeah. i i love that for her and i love that for all black women everywhere hello okay. hello okay yes. all right so we're gonna move over to our loud lyric segment so this week my choice is rum gold his song human and it's just like saying you know um you should want to be more human be free like you know and all of that so it's 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 a you know like the what what is it called where it's like real chill like chill music oh like lo-fi lo-fi i gotta listen to that that's my that's my speed yeah (laughs) all right and then my pick for this week's loud lyric is ain't no love and this is from baby tate's newest project manny petty um, so this song features two chains and she actually samples that Sierra song, um, Oh, oh. right. And then she also kind of gives like a little like nod to, um, Usher's, um, love in this club, but she's saying ain't no love in this club. Right. And she's just saying, you know, like I'm turned up with my girls, like, you know, hair done, nails done, big mood. Like we looking fine. Okay. Like ain't no love in this club, baby. Like I came to shake my ass to look good and that's it. Right. <laughs> um, so it's a nice little, you know, a little like going out, like bop to listen to as you getting ready to hit the club and whatnot yeah. and I, I just like how she flipped you know both those songs into something new nice mm-hmm. all right so if you have any questions or if you would like to be a guest feel free to slide in our dms or shoot us an email at blunttruthspod at gmail.com as always be sure to like subscribe and follow us on twitter apple Podcasts, spotify and anchor we are at blunttruthspod on all of them thanks for listening to another episode it's been real bye bye y'all I'm not listening to the world.